Jason Pine, Sports Talk host with us now. Hey, Piney. Hello, Heather. What are you expecting? Any surprises in this announcement? No, not really. I think most people can write down 30 of the names with a fair degree of confidence. Um, and, and then I guess everyone have their own personal preference about who they take in certain positions. But I don't think there's, well, there's no, there's no, it's not like the rugby championship squad when Dallas McLeod was named and everybody said, well, hang on, what? What? I, I, there's there's no one, I don't think, outside the the 37 that have been used in the rugby championship. The only thing I can possibly see is they might bring in Brad Webber as, yeah. as a third halfback. But from... Well, from you know, a couple of people have, have you know who know more about these things than me reckon it'll be uh, Aaron Smith, Finlay Christie, and Cam Roygaard in the halfback spot. So look, I'm not expecting uh, a bolter, uh, and not too many surprises either, really. What about Brody Retallick? Is he injured? Yes, and I guess we'll find out today the extent of that because that may have caused a little bit of a tweak in terms of locking cover. They'll want to take Brody Retallick if they know that he'll be right after, let's say, a couple of games. If he can play three pool games and then the knockouts, then they'll take him. But they'll have to probably just rejink things and, and maybe a Josh Lord comes into the equation or maybe they say this to Shannon Frizzell, who's been playing lock for the Highlanders fairly regularly, look, mate, you're covering lock as well as loose forward. So, yeah, the injuries are the only other thing. Braden Enor, I don't think, was going anyway. Uh, he, he was injured on Saturday, so uh, I get the feeling that that'll clear the way for David Harvey to come back in. Go on, Piney, give us your take on this, because the text, the text are having a crack at me, right? The, for example, Steve, you're fast becoming a self-centred, boring pain in the butt, because I have I have deigned to suggest that the tradi- tradition of going live with the squad announcement is not long for this world. What do you think? Well, so, yeah, so I think Steve sent me a similar text on Weekend Sport. Oh, no, um, Steve. No. <laughs> I thought that was special just for me. It might have been a different Steve. Who knows? I don't mind it. I, I think that, you know, builds a bit of suspense and a little bit of kind of, you know, special pixie dust around the whole thing. Um, I kind of like the idea of, of Dame Patsy really standing up there with the list of names and reading them out in alphabetical order and, and us all finding out at the same time. I don't, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Do you think that part of the problem, because I can't, I, I still keep coming back to the same thing, part of the problem for for the investment in this game is the fact that you don't know any of these players anymore and you don't know their backstories, right? And that isn't and so you can't get into the the fact that so and so has bumped so and so out or so and so is striving to get into the squad. And that's not because we don't we're not interested in rugby, because we are interested in rugby, but that's the approach they've taken, isn't it? It's very different to NRL, where NRL is all about their personal journeys. Rugby is all about the jersey and not about the people. That's an interesting point that you raised there. And you're right, we, we find it easier to connect with people if we feel like we know a little yeah. bit about them, even if we don't have, they're not out, you know, over the back fence as our neighbours, but we do know a little bit about them. That's um, actually an interesting to see how New Zealand rugby handle NZR Plus, which is their new digital platform that they're launching at the back end of August, actually, and whether those sorts of stories will be told on that platform, and maybe that connection will be greater. I hope so, because I think it's what makes, I mean, that because that's what makes sport great, right? The personal effort that these people People put in like the, for example, Piney. Just to go on with this, the turnaround of what's his name after David? What's his name? Aaron Smith. Aaron Smith. The personal turnaround of Aaron Smith, right, from going from being from being like a bit of a loose guy to being a family man who is an incredible player. That's an interesting story, isn't it? 
Yeah, and I'm sure there are storylines right throughout this uh, the squad, and in fact, right throughout New Zealand sport, really. That you, you know, you probably don't get the chance to to hear unless somebody does a little bit of digging, exactly. and maybe by luck, more than anything, uncovers something. So yeah, I think it's a it's an interesting point you make, and I think in a country our size, we like to feel as though you know we might just see Aaron Smith down at the dairy getting a bottle of milk, you know, and it's it's quite possible that we see these people, and we we do like to feel connected to them. Case in point. Piney, Megan Rapino, and the personal story and getting knocked out of the, the World Cup. How amazing is that? Yeah, uh, like, and she is such a polarising figure. She's a she's an icon among certain communities in the US, but others have had a go at her for missing a penalty and and uh, being part of the US being knocked out. Look, this uh, this isn't a huge surprise given the way the US has been playing at this tournament. They haven't been, you know, at the the force of old. Uh, but it was like just a just an utter shock to so many people to see this yeah. superstar team not even make it to the quarterfinals. They've never been knocked out at this point. So uh, yeah, the changing of the guard at the top of women's football—that's for sure. Just answer me this, right? Because you've been watching this sport for the long. Longest time is this an unusual World Cup in in how many surprises it's delivered, or is that just stock standard? No, it is. It is, and I think it it it's it didn't, you know it demonstrates the changing of the guard at the top of women's football. No longer are the superpowers the superpowers. Germany didn't even make it through to the uh, to the knockout rounds. Neither did Brazil. Uh, neither did Canada, who are Olympic champions. Uh, the United States are out now. Everybody is getting better, getting better all the time. The power base is changing for yeah. sure. Hey, Piney, thank you so much. Always appreciate it. This is Jason Pine, host of uh, Sports Talk this evening. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.